when the people that you lead, your followers, when they, when they stop getting leadership from you, human nature will not allow them not to look for stronger leadership. I like that we are the best of the best. Just like us, our customers are people and we have to treat them that way. If we ever get to the point where we treat our customers like accounts or bills or invoices or projects, then we're missing the point. To honor God by serving people with respect, integrity, and compassion. Uh, to me, that is what is most important about Lee Company. Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that every one of us deal with when it comes to people that work around us. And that is, what do you do when somebody on your team has a death in the family? You know, this happens all the time, especially as the company gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Somebody in my position, you know, I mean, literally death is, you know, a, a household commodity with being a minister. I've seen every side of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, what it does to families, what it brings out in people. Uh, it can also be a very sweet thing, believe it or not. Uh, but when you have somebody that works with you, or works for you, or someone that you report to, there's always a little bit of awkwardness on, hey, how do I, how do I navigate that? What, what's the right thing to do here? In fact, I have lead company employees often will call me. Um, it's not uncommon for them to say, you know, is there anything special I should be doing for this person that's on my team? So I thought this isn't going to take long, but I just thought I would get right to it and give you a, a couple of you know, things, key, key indicators that, that you could kind of keep in mind. The first would be to talk openly. Don't be afraid to talk openly. It, it's not as awkward as you think it is. When somebody has died, now in the first few days, let me tell you, they're just in a shock or they're just in a eyes wide open, strung out kind of, you know, getting through it. The thing about death is, especially on the front end, the first few days immediately after a death, it is the crucible of decision-making. There's money and there's setting up of arrangements and services and all these protocols, man. It, it, it is almost a delayed grieving process, especially if it's uh, one of your parents, then you don't get to grieve until later. We're going to talk about that. But but do not be afraid to talk openly about it. I would say that's the first thing. It is it is not as awkward to them as it is to you. The second part of that I would say would be be careful that you do not saturate them with undue attention. Let me tell you what I mean by that. When someone has a death in the family. It's the loving nature of so many people to just, you know, try to help with food or, um, I don't know, any kind of, hey, I'll help you do this or, hey, I'll help you do that. I would say just keep your eyes and ears open, but don't force yourself on them. Don't, don't force your care. It's well-intended. It's, it's righteous. It is good. It's well-meaning. Just, you know, you don't have to tread lightly. You don't have to be all cautious and worried that you're going to make the wrong mistake. 
Let me tell you where this is coming from. I've seen it a lot in ministers. Ministers, uh, you see some of them at times feel like when somebody dies or somebody goes in the hospital, uh, they put on the red cape and they fly in and they've got, you know, their presence is felt and the minister is there. And, you know, I, I, I just don't take that, you know, mindset or worldview. I... I try to watch and listen because let me tell you, let me, let me tell you a, another part of that. There are many times that somebody had a very strained relationship with their mother or their father. This whole funeral is not fun for them. Not, and, and it, of course, it would never be fun. What I mean is, not, it's not sweet. It's not good memories. It's bad. It, there's a lot of family stress. Uh, they they may not want you to see all of that. They may not. They know it's about to be a circus for the next week, because of their brother or their sister or their other person in their family who's just going to make this a big drama. So sometimes they just need space. So I would just say, you know, watch for watch for the clues. Keep your eyes and ears open. And, you know, if you're close to that person, let me tell you, they'll, they'll tell you, hey, you know, you, you could do this or you could do that or, or whatnot. Um, that, that's one thing that I would say, just don't saturate them with undue attention. I would add to that, especially from a work performance role, accept the fact that work performance is going to rise and fall often. When someone's experienced a death in the family, especially someone that's, you know, close to them, you're just going to have to, now one way you can help them is to come in behind them and say, look, I I understand you're going to be grieving for weeks here. Tell me how I can help you. Are there reports I can fill out? Are are there, you know, any presentations that I can give and take off of you temporarily? Are, Are there things that I could just do for you that you're not going to be your best. And we all understand that. I want to be your brother. I want to be your sister in this. Tell me how I can help you with that because all of us understand. But as a from a teammate perspective, just understand they're not going to be in the groove for quite some time. And as long as you know that, then you can try to help compensate. That is actually one place you can really bring some stress off of them is trying to help them in that regard. One last thing I would share with you when someone on your teammate experiences a death is realize that they will be dealing with this for a while. Now, look, you think, well, of course, Jason. I mean, yeah, sure. It's not, but let, let me tell you, it, it looks different behind the scenes than you may realize. Let, let me give you an example. Oftentimes, somebody that you work with is called on to be the executor of the estate. If they're required to handle all the closing out of this person's life, closing out bank accounts, transitioning life policy, life insurance policies, or where all that goes, helping with the will, navigating all the family, let, let me tell you, this stuff literally takes about a year. Uh, it's I've seen people, you know, set aside two hours a week you know, in the evenings just to clear up executor issues that just continually pop up. So just know they're going to be in that for a while. But let me tell you another another place where this, this really can, this is where one place where you really can do some good. What I have found in ministry is that for most people, especially when the death was someone close to them, 
their deepest amount of grief is usually four to six months after the death. Now, barring a tragedy like the death of a child, I mean, it's immediate, it's deep, it's awful, it is earth-shattering. Okay, but most deaths aren't like that. Most of the time, it's a parent or a brother or a sister had cancer, you saw it coming, you got up prepared a little bit. And, and again, going back to the fact that in the first few weeks, they're kind of numb, they're kind of trying to put the pieces together in their head. Where they really are ready to talk is four to six months later. They actually welcome it most of the time. It, it may not be a long conversation. Don't, don't be afraid of, oh gosh, we're going to be here and they're going to be crying for 30 minutes. That's not going to happen most of the time. It's going to be five minutes, but they're actually ready to talk about a little something, you know, uh, about their dad or their mom or their brother or their sister. It's it's one. It's in those places where they're able to to circle back, and they actually enjoy it. They actually feel like, wow, you know, I got a chance to grieve a little and 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 let a little pressure off that valve, you know. So. Don't be afraid to come back in the four to six months later. Put a date on your calendar. Go into your workflow and, you know, put that person's name and on that day and it'll pop up on your calendar. And when it does, go by their office or pick up the phone or go to them on the work site and say, you know, hey, man, uh, what's been going on with your family since the death? How's everybody navigating that? You know, and, and, you know, push them to talk a little bit. You'll be surprised how often ready they are to talk about it. As always, you've got a resource in me as an asset to come back and, and help you with that if you need it at all. Be happy to do it. Hopefully this will help you navigate the waters of something that can be very, very tough and very, very troubling. And you can be an extension of the heart of God and the heart of Lee Company to your teammate. Uh, you'll be surprised at just what a little conversation and a little bit of action steps will do to help your teammate get their legs back under them where they can move through life in, in somewhat of a normal fashion again.